you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. He is an old friend of the show. He says he wants to be part of the staff of the show in the offseason. Meanwhile, he has a job <laughs> as the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. It's Sean McDermott. What's up, coach? coach? What's up, guys? Good morning. Good to be with you guys this morning. The, the Bills and the opener and everything is fine. We've talked before that you like to get workouts in your driveway. You, you are one of the fittest <laughs> men in the NFL. What if you wanted to get one in your office, coach, or maybe even in the middle of this interview? Could you just bang out some reps of a kettlebell or something like that? How would you do that? Yeah, so I, I watch film and once in a while I just I just bend down and get one of these things going right here and, <laughs> you know, I just look at that I got the controller in the left hand wow. I don't know how many you want me to do here but I'm kind of getting tired but <laughs> the entire interview all right so coach could do that for the entire interview gift yeah. it get we got gift that right there all right so listen I'm gonna I'm gonna abandon the plan here we talked in the offseason. We actually did a segment, Coach. You know we would do this. We listed the top five fittest coaches in the NFL, and you were number two. Oh. Number one on the list was Mr. Robert Sala of the New York Jets, who got the giant muscles, and he's just ripped, and he's running the stadium steps. Would you like to contest that ranking? Clearly, I've got some work to do, and that's why... That's why I bring this bad boy in here. I got to get some plum roll. Other side. Other side. Other side. Yeah. Got to eat it out. Getting tired. Right. So good. Getting tired. No, he's, he's clearly, the, uh, Coach Salah is clearly, he's a model. There it is. I'm just a close to 50-year-old guy trying to be a good dad, good coach here. But, uh, Break down yeah, this I'm list, Coach. Too, so I get, it's clear I've got work to do. All right, so that's Sala, McDermott, Campbell, Ryans, and McVay. By the end of this interview, McDermott's going to be number one. I think so. in five different sets. <laughs> right. All right, Coach, we have so much to talk about. Speaking of Sala, uh, let's just set the table with this. Are you watching Hard Knocks on HBO? You know, I'm really not. I just, you know, between what we're trying to do and the work we've got to get done here, I really don't have time to turn it on. 
I'm a little bit out of breath now as I'm trying to get this out to you because I just worked out. But that's why I'm number two, I guess. You know, uh, but no, it's it's, uh, it's it's a great show. I just you know we're just up to our uh, up to our neck and and work here. Yeah, you know, and you guys have have been having an awesome offseason. The Bills have won three straight AFC East titles. And yet, uh, you know, the news yesterday was the Von Miller news that he's not going to be available for week one. And were you guys tracking that all summer long and hoping for a week one? Or was this something that you guys kind of knew was going to be the reality of the situation? Well, Von's an incredible person and incredible player, as you guys know. And I think the key is getting him just right for him to make his comeback here. So, you know, he's, he's been working his butt off to, to get ready and, and he's in a good spot just a few more weeks to go. And we can't wait to have him back. I love that. And Strange just mentioned how a great offseason. A lot of you guys, a lot of your guys are returning or there. One guy who's not going to be there is Leslie Frazier this season, which has given you the opportunity to put that headset on and be able to call defenses. What has that been like for you transitioning back into that role and just being in that meeting room every day with the guys and kind of living it of being the play caller again? Yeah, you know, Jason, I've loved it. Um, it's it's allowed me to get closer to those defensive players and roll up my sleeves, get closer to the defensive staff as well. I've been involved with the defense uh, since we've gotten here, but now it gives me a chance to get up close and personal even more and and uh, kind of put my signature on things a little bit more and really appreciative of what Coach Frazier did when he was here. And uh, we wish him you know, all the best here this year. And, you know, just excited to, for us to, to get to work and to uh, and to come together as a defense in particular. Well, Coach, baked within your defense has become one of the most inspirational stories in the NFL, and it continues to unfold in front of our eyes, and that is the recovery of DeMar Hamlin, who played this preseason. He had nine tackles, and now he officially made your 53-player roster yesterday come 4 o'clock Eastern. Expectations for him this season? This is such an unknown for you, I'm sure, as a coach. How do you work with him and everyone surrounding his health to make sure that he is available to you to provide you significant playing time within the defense yeah how awesome is that right i mean what a story mm-hmm. of, of courage and and faith and uh, just an unbelievable amount of willpower um, that he's displayed really to not only us but to the country to the world it's just just surreal in so many ways and now we're able to have him with us here to start the season and and uh just what an inspiration he's been to us and many others out there and and how he's approached this and um, you know, we just can't wait to see him play this year and and uh, watch how he's going to help our football team win games. I feel the same way, and DeMar's always been an incredible story. He's also a very good football player who's going to contribute to you guys directly on the field, and that's why he's with you above all else. Coach, you know, we don't like the words last year, but there's, there's such a jarring difference, whereas last August at this time, it was Bill Super Bowl, Bill Super Bowl hype, and there's all this pomp and circumstance, and every team is picking you. And, you know, this year it's it's remarkably different. There's a lot of heat on a lot of other AFC teams, whether it be Bengals or Ravens, the Jaguars, the Jets. Does it feel different to you, and how are you using that to your advantage that maybe there's not as much hype on your team this year? Yeah, I mean, we're so, we're so internally focused every season. We know what we're all about here and the amount of work that we've got to get down here to get ourselves ready to go, to give ourselves a chance to win games. Uh, we really just believe in earning it every week, and, and I think that's the right approach, staying focused on that process. And the external expectations year to year, you know, we really don't focus on that. We're more so focused on what we can control on a day-in and day-out basis that I think that's just been what's worked for us over the years. 
And let's go internally a little bit. Let's go in the weeds. Bills fans are watching. You've now had a full summer of training camp and preseason. Two names people are excited about are Dalton Kincaid and Damian Harris. How can these two guys help get this offense into an even better place than it was maybe the past few seasons without them? Yeah, two two good additions to our team. Um, you know, one a veteran in Damian and, and, a, and another younger player and a rookie in, in Dalton. And good additions to our team. Uh, I think, you know, as, as always, you have to see how it plays out through the year and how they fit and how they add value in their special ways. And um, to this point, they've been really good additions to our team, both off the field as well as on the field. And I just love how physical Damian is and how uh, his running style can help us. And, and then, you know, Dalton's short career to this point has been well documented with what he can do in the past game as well as the run game. Coach, I love hearing about how the attention to detail has to be at a 10 when you're a head coach. I know you admitted you do not watch the hard knocks. Do you assign someone on your staff to watch the hard knocks, (laughs) take notes for you, and tell you what is happening just in case something is revealed? (laughs) We're pretty detailed, I would hope to think here. And (laughs) so... Uh, we try and make sure we dot every I and cross every T. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there might be a few eyes and ears watching and listening to uh, to a series or two. It's fantastic. Sure. Salah gives a speech advantage. about crows, and he's, the rhetoric is great. We cannot wait to watch you guys play them week one. one. He is the number two fittest coach oh. in the league, but he's the number one coach on Good Morning Football. There Our favorite go. coach in the league, Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills. Go get him, coach. Love we love you. Thanks, guys. Great to see you this morning. And, uh, awesome, have a great man. Best year family too, coach. coach. We'll get a get her in too, guys. He's coming for that list. I think he's coming for the top of that list. He might be. Yep. Look, real ones know. Get that bicep. Dumbbells are for beginners. If you're serious about fitness, it's kettlebells. Mm. It's exactly right. Sean McDermott. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome to Good Morning Football, live in New York City, Wednesday, August 30th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. We just had Sean McDermott on. He has a kettlebell just sitting at his feet when he's watching film, when he's doing interviews on Good Morning Football. 
Jason, who's the fittest coach you ever played for? Ooh, wow. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go Steve Waterson. It's not fair. <laughs> deep I'm going cut. Deep cut. Let's go. He was our strength coach. Oh, not no. fair. No, Waterbug was like 60-something years old, this big, and just walking around all muscles. What teams? Tennessee Titans. So we had coaches. 30 years. Jeff Fisher, Bill Belichick, Brian Flores, Hugh Jackson. Are they missing anybody? I would think Fisher. Or maybe Flo. No, it would be Flo. Really? Yeah. How's Belichick in the workout room? Hey, Bill gets in there. Let's hear Gloves on, on the bench press. For real? I think he has tens on the outside. It's like one of those. Does he wear the bands? Where somebody's beginning a lot of reps and there's like no weight on the bars. Up. He'll be on the treadmill just walking, iPad there. Like, yeah, Bill gets mm. in there. We're gonna circle back to that Sean McDermott interview and things that he told yeah. us about the Bills. Time for the block. Let's catch up with our NFL network insider Tom Pelissero. He kind of wished there was more news regarding this topic after yesterday came and went, and that was Jonathan Taylor that I'm talking about. Still a member of the Colts. Many teams interested reportedly did not get moved yesterday. We won't see him on the field though now for the first four weeks. What's going on? With the Colts, Tom. Jamie, we will get news eventually on Jonathan Taylor, but yesterday's non-news of sorts is that Jonathan Taylor, with no trade materializing, is now being moved by the Colts to the reserve physically unable to perform list, which means he will be out for at least the first four weeks of the season. There have been ongoing trade talks between the Colts, Taylor's agent, and multiple teams, including the Dolphins, my understanding is when the team imposed 4 p.m. Eastern time Tuesday deadline arrived, no trade was closed. And it's a complicated type of a trade to do because, for one thing, the Colts want big-time compensation exceeding what the Panthers got for Christian McCaffrey last fall. And also Jonathan Taylor wants a top-of-the-market contract at a time that the market is down and he's still coming off of ankle surgery. So talks can continue. There is nothing precluding that. Taylor's trade request stands. What we do know is he will not be on the field for at least the first four weeks, and the actual NFL trade deadline is still two months away. In other news on cutdown day, another star player headed to the reserve PUP list. It is Bills pass rusher Vaughn Miller, who is coming off of an ACL injury. The Bills and Vaughn had left the possibility open that maybe he could be ready for that week one nationally televised opener against the Jets. That's not going to happen. He's going to be out for at least the first four weeks. You guys just had Sean McDermott on when he wasn't out of breath from pumping iron there on live TV. He did say it'll be just a few more weeks here. Plenty of optimism that Vaughn Miller, whose first season in Buffalo ended in a way that nobody expected when he was a big-time free agent acquisition, should be back on the field sooner than later, guys. Yeah, Tom, that was just one of many things on the list that happened to the Bills last season and what could have been a remarkable year in Buffalo. Tom Pelissero, thank you very much. Talk to you soon if anything goes down. And until then, let's stick with the Bills. Earlier in the show, uh, their head coach, as we mentioned, Sean McDermott, he was with us, and we asked him uh, not about his workout routine, but also about not being the team that is hyped come this offseason and how the Bills feel about that. Yeah, I mean, we're so we're so internally focused every season. We know what we're all about here and the amount of work that we've got to get down here to get ourselves ready to go, to give ourselves a chance to win games. We really just believe in earning it every week, and, and I think that's the right approach, staying focused on that process. And the external expectations year to year, you know, we really don't focus on that. We're more so focused on what we can control on a day-in and day-out basis that I think that's just been what's worked for us over the years. Internal 
certainly focused. You know, we try to talk about all 32 teams here on Good Morning Football, sure. but big trades, breaking news, ton of other factors lead us to talking about some teams more than the others. And the Bills, in the stack division that they're in, their conference, we're not really giving them the same attention, let's say, to the other contenders, but also, as Kyle mentioned in the interview, not the same amount that it was last season. Mm -hmm. Half of this table picked them to win the Super Bowl mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. Why do you think the Bills haven't been one of the buzzy AFC teams this summer, Peter? Buzzy. Because of Aaron Rodgers yeah. and because of Jalen Ramsey and because of Jonathan Taylor rumors and because the Jets and the Dolphins are flashier teams right mm. now. Let's just call it like it is. You say the word buzzy. I look at that AFC East and it's like we love our Dolphins content. Tyreek Hill is out there talking and we know that Tua is always a lightning rod for conversation and they added real pieces this offseason when you add Jalen Ramsey. And then you look at the Jets and it's not only us, it's the entire media world. I'm looking at Mike Greenberg posing for photos in Aaron Rodgers jerseys every day on, on Twitter and I know that there's other networks that have their other talent and it's the Jets are, are a ratings bonanza right now. Hell, the NFL made them do hard knocks because they're a ratings bonanza right now. So when you talk about buzzy AFC teams, it's a combination of, well, the Bills, yeah, we gave them their love last couple years, and they didn't finish the job. Maybe one of these other teams will. People like new and shiny and flashy and famous. Famous. And I think it has to do with the cities as well. Mm. New York City and Miami are just different than Western New York at the moment. Mm. So the Bills have had several years of us talking them up in summer and being the hot team. This ain't that year. And if you listen to Coach McDermott, mm -hmm. they're just fine with that. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens week one when the flashy, famous, sexy, buzzy, hard knocks, popular team is hosting the quiet mm unspoken about, do their own business, keep it internal, Buffalo Bills. I'm curious to see the final score of that game because I know both teams think that they're going to win that one. Mm. Can you imagine if we get a Jets-Cowboys Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like the four horsemen of the apocalypse will be riding in terms <laughs> of the media. mania. It's a positive thing. It would just be like the, the media aspect of it would be out of control, and we'd be part of it. Listen, it, the, you remember the last chapter of a book the best. You remember the last scene in a movie. Off-season hype is built upon how you finished last season. Mm. The Bills are the perfect case study. A couple of years ago, to go to Arrowhead, the greatest, the greatest loss in history. It was taken from you in 13 seconds and coin toss, and Josh Allen looked nuclear. So we spend the whole offseason being like, they're the one, they're the ones to take on my homes, they're da 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 da, and it's great. Last season, that Bills Bengals game was rough. Mm -hmm. Rough. That is how they ended it. Um, I took my whole family, I was there at the game. My son, who was eight at the time, had never been to an NFL game, it was his first game. The Bengals are up 14-0 in the first 10 seconds of the game. Calvin, my son, turns to me and goes, is this still practice? And I go, no, this is the real game. He's like, he's like, he thought they were like warming up. He didn't understand that this is for real. And I think the Bills thought they were still warming up too because it was touchdown to Chase, Bills three and out, another touchdown, Bills three and out, and the game was over. Yeah. That was it. There was really no comeback. It was nothing. It, was, it wasn't just inept. It was listless. And this is after a really sloppy playoff win against the Dolphins team that had their backup quarterback. And so that's what we took away from the Bills. And I saw a funny article online that was like, the Bills dynasty is finally over. Like that they've had one, you know, like that's yeah. of the hype. It's over. That was a really bad taste in their mouth. And it was an awful way to end it. And it felt like, guys, you made us look bad by hyping. You're not me, just generally. But I'll double back to my points. The best thing the Bills could possibly have happened to you is to have those expectations taken off you and put somewhere else. I don't think it's a town or a team or a group of talent that is better when the expectations are on them. They're better when they're doubted and they're disrespected. There's no buzz. If the Jets win that game, it's going to be like, yeah, we all kind of thought they were going to. There's not going to be this shock and awe. 
I think it's a good thing, but they ended the season horribly. That's the way it works in this business. The last taste you give us is the one we remember. No doubt about it. I love that you referenced the game before. What was it, 13 seconds? Because that's all we talked about that offseason. And I think when you talk about buzzy teams, you don't want to really do the same thing twice. So last mm -hmm. offseason, it wasn't just our table that we're – Talking about the Bills at NFL Network, 12 of the analysts all picked the Buffalo 12. Bills to win the Super Bowl. Not, get. Not just make the Super Bowl, win. to actually yeah. win the Super Bowl. I was one of those 12. So I think all last offseason leading up to the year, we're just talking Bills, Bills, Bills. And you look at Gabe Davis, the way he finished that 2021 season, that playoff game going off. It just seemed like everything was trending in that direction. And I think, Kyle, to your point, when you look at the makeup of their team, you look at Sean McDermott as a head coach, you look at Josh Allen as the star quarterback of their team, they're not looking to make headlines. They're not looking to make fun sound bites so that everybody's talking about them. So this is the way they want it to be, especially because their division, the Dolphins, the Jets, we're even talking about, we opened up today's show talking about the New England Patriots and their backup, backup quarterback situation. Is it going to be Bailey Zappi? Is it going to be somebody else? And Buffalo is sitting there with one of the best quarterbacks in the entire NFL. And we're not all saying, like, yeah, they're going to get to the Super Bowl. This is going to be their year because we all thought it was going to be last year and the fun thing to me is the topic when we talk about the Buffalo Bills is that we think it's over Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen they don't like each other Stephon Diggs doesn't want to be there that's been the headline so I think now they can use all of this the lack of attention and then the attention that is coming their way has been negative. They can use all of that to build up to say, fellas, mm. they're all counting us out. They're all looking for turmoil, for things that are tearing us down. Let's use all of that against them and let's go out there and come together as a team and go win. The turmoil and the counting them out is really fun to do in June, July, and August. I'm really curious next week, come prediction week, not just for our show, but for everybody, who actually is going to put it in writing that the Bills are not mm. going to win this division mm. or not mm. be in the playoffs? Mm. I really want to know that because I I think for as much as fodder as there is about a lot of other teams and the Jets, like now people have to put their names next to statements like, oh, I don't think the Bills are going to make the playoffs. You know they're going to make the play. Like you have to look me in the eye and tell me you are truly convinced oh, that no. they have fallen so far from grace. I like, this. I like that, this. that every year though, Jamie. There's a team that we just say that's a playoff team and then they miss the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I like this statement though because in their division. If you say, I like the Dolphins this year, if you say, oh, well, the Jets are going to be good. I, li I like what you're saying. I just, they are one of these teams that I think it's not because I believe, I, I'll stop making generalizations. I believe it's not because people think I, they have not fallen off the radar for me. It's because I actually respect what they're, where they have put themselves on the radar. Mm -hmm. And I think they have a firm grasp with the roster that they've retained, with the coaches that they've had and the games that they've won. Last year was an emotional anomaly. It was wild the things that that team had to go yeah. through. If you can put with the additions that they had at tight end and running back and hopefully the defensive fixes that McDermott's going to have to do himself yeah. because Leslie Frazier left, I truly think that this team is not, they're not lacking buzz because they fell off. It's because I, I just assume that they're going to be there. Mm. So that's why I'm not. I'd say most years it's not a clean sweep that the four division champions go back as division champions. So let me just put this out there hypothetically. Mm -hmm. Jaguars, Bengals, Bills, mm -hmm. Chiefs. See, I look more at the North. Yeah. I have a problem yeah. with the North. Bengals are the so more valuable team. Which team is most valuable to, to not, fall off yes. and not defend their title? Yeah. See, I look at the East as well. I, there's, there's somebody that you're expecting that is, they're, they're shooing, they're a lock. They're going to be in the playoffs. 
Does, I'm not saying it's Buffalo. I'm just saying in general. Somebody's not going to make it. Something happens throughout the season, an injury or whatever, sure. just doesn't click. I've gone, I've gone back and forth about Buffalo of a team. Maybe, mm, let's see what happens. And I've done it too in my little spreadsheet where I'm like jockeying teams around. Every time yeah. I drop them down, it makes me uncomfortable. I have to put them back up. I do it with other teams, and I'm like, yeah. I think I can try that on for size. I yeah. can't do it. Josh Allen is that good. There's going to be AFC teams that we think of locks that are going to miss the playoffs yeah. entirely. It's just going to happen. I, I just look, the thing with Buffalo too is the world might have decided Burrow and Mahomes are better. Like they, they can't. They got to beat those two guys, and those guys run the league, and they run the AFC. And Josh is great, and he's on the Madden cover. I think there's a perception out there that those two guys have become the thing, and you have to take them out. That's the only way they know that. They have to beat those guys. That's that's their destiny, or they'll just be an also ran. We're gonna keep talking about the Bills because we will make them buzzy. Just kidding. They don't mm-hmm. have to be buzzy. You just do you, Buffalo. Still the talk Cowboys and Jets again. Yeah, no, no. We can, <laughs> we're trying to talk about everybody, Peter. Uh, still the Cowboys. Talk Saints. The fantasy oh, clock got is it in. ticking. We're I want to talk Falcons. I want to talk Titans. No. <laughs> no. You're on the clock later, Peter. We'll list every team right now. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, here's a fun segment. We call it You're on the Clock, and we know your fantasy draft is this weekend or coming up tonight, and you're going to be on the clock. You're going to say, I haven't done my prep work. We're going to help you. We're going to do it. We're going to put our co-host here to the test. We're going to put two players in the same position on the clock. You have 30 seconds, and you have to make a pick who you want on your fantasy team this year. All right. Then we're going to reveal where NFL.com has each player ranked in the draft. So, Jason, we'll start with you. Let's see them. Put the randomizer up. Let's go. Let's get some images going. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Come on. Who are we going to stop on? What position is it going to be? Give me something. What do we have right here? Oh, we got CD. Okay. Oh, Ooh. the connection. Old cowboy now. Brown. Nice Former CD. teammates. Yes. That's CD Lamb and Amari and Cooper. And Amari Cooper. Ooh. I am the going clock. to go with CD Lamb. Really? I'm going to go with CD yeah. Lamb for the Cowboys. I think he connects with Dak Prescott. I think adding Brandon Cooks, the deep threat, take the top off the defense. Michael Gavel will be there. That is opening up things for CD Lamb to continue with what he took off with last year. Last year, we were like, is he wide receiver one? And he proved that he is. This 
this year he becomes a superstar where mm. everybody's talking about him and a top wide receiver. All right, Amari. Right Amari, not a man of many words. They go CeeDee Lamb, the NFL.com experts. The experts finally got something right. They agree with you. They agreed. CeeDee huh? Lamb's above Garrett Wilson, above Devontae Adams. Big expectations for the fans. Above Devontae Adams. Mm. Mm. CeeDee Lamb's goal for the year should be, I'm mentioned with Chase and Jefferson. Yeah. Like, yeah. I should be a superstar. He has the yep. talent. He's been really good. Yeah. My up, Jason? You're up, you're up, okay, Kyle. You're up. Oh, okay. So we don't even know the position. We don't know the nope. teams. We don't know anything. I'll tell you who I want on my fantasy team, though. All right. Oh, wow. That's Here a good we go. One. I'm gonna have to stress out for this one. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, listen. You're on the guy, clock. This guy's accomplished a lot more, and you know maybe he's got some better weapons to throw to, even though the Bears have upgraded. It's fantasy thing. So we're having a rushing conversation mm -hmm. now. This is a really, really hard one. But I will say this again. I try to pick players on the way up. Okay. Lamar's not on the way up. He's just up. He's there. He's in the stratosphere, and I think he'll return to that same kind of stratosphere. I'm going to go with Justin Fields. I'm going to take a walk on the wild side. I draft to win the league, not to come in third or fourth. Fields could become an MVP candidate. I'm going to go with Fields, and look Ooh. how close it is. Either wow. way. Look how close it is. I can't believe Mahomes is third, by the way. Fields behind Lamar, neck I'm and neck. Learning, I'm learning through fantasy rankings doing all these segments that the rushing quarterbacks are heavily, heavily mm, weighted yeah. to guys who just throw for 5,000 yards. The fact that Herbert's below both of them, it's not a best quarterbacks list. It's fantasy rankings. I feel like Fields is more likely to run more. He's younger, and the sort of running things, things that taper off as you get older, Jamie, you're up. They want to hear that point. They want to hear that point. Uh, all right, so we've gone wide receiver, quarterback. <laughs> Oh, Peter. Okay. Look at that right, right. now. Look at the randomizer okay. spit out. That's Drake London? Drake this is London? Drake London and Chris, Chris Olave. Both were first-round picks in the NFC South a year ago. Saints and Falcons. First and foremost, how do you get out of this segment? I want to know why you get to hold the cards and not answer I just get questions. to look and hold I the know. cards. Olave and London. London was drafted before Olave. Olave probably the a better ticking. rookie year. I know it's yeah, ticking. Yeah. Kyle got to have his little soliloquy for the 15 seconds. And then he picked. I'm trying to pick. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Okay. I like the Falcons Drake offense. London. I like Desmond Ritter, Drake London. You know, Kyle Pitts is there, and I know Bijan Robinson. But they're going to have to rely on the, a true wide receiver. No. I'm going to go Drake London. I I, I don't know That's what's happening with say. the Saints. It's They've got a lot they way I above like you London. London. I like yeah. London. I like London, big targets. You know I'm having a moment with the Falcons, so. Yeah, no. Yeah. Jamie likes the Falcons. Real quick, yeah. Drake London taken several picks before Chris Olave in last mm -hmm. year's draft, yet universally everyone seems to think Olave is going to have the bigger year. This is because Olave is going to get from Derek Carr. Derek yeah. London's game, Desmond Ritter, who's unproven. By the way, this is hardly scripture. This isn't in stone. This is someone's best estimation. This is the experts. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know one. if I'd have Hopkins. Last one? Come on. You're Let's up, go. Jason. Get the randomizer going. You're up. Let's, see, let's see what an expert can give <laughs> the on. people at home. Let's see what we have. Give me a tough one. Give me a tough one. Who do we have? Who do we have? James oh. Cook. The brother! And Delvin Cook! This yes, Adam Cook. This isn't fair. I got to right? tell between the brothers. I don't know who's getting the rock more. Let's go, Jimbo, Hembo. Oh, yeah. James. Really? Cook, yes. If you had to pick between the two of them this year, you're going James? I, I, Brees Hall is going to be there. But yeah. I know I know, I know. know Damian Harris is there, but I think this is the year where he's going to be featured more. And I think he receives more passes out the mm. backfield. And I think that allows him to get the edge over Dalvin Cook, who's going to be sharing those carries with Brees Hall. I'm going with the younger brother. I'm going mm. with James Cook and the Buffalo Bills. What do the experts say? We go to the .com. They agree. They've got James Cook in his second year. Unproven guy over Dalvin Cook, a four-time Pro Bowler who has 1,000 yards every Let's season. just pull the curtain back. I am the expert, so these are all Jason's my rankings. That's why they're just all matching That's exactly up. So right. I'm, I'm the expert here. I love it. If someone wants to come on and talk about their team, we will happily have them. And that's what's happening here. Our next guest has one of the best legs in the game. He's a seasoned vet, Super Bowl champion, 
Please give a warm welcome to Falcons punter Bradley Pinion. Yo, what up, Bradley? What's up, Bradley? What's up, y'all? How we doing? <laughs> oh, you just gave us a y'all. I feel so much. I just feel at home right now. It's great. Earlier this year, you signed a new deal with the Falcons, Bradley, <laughs> making you one of the top eight highest paid punters in the league. Congratulations. Heading into your ninth NFL season. Looking back, did you ever imagine your career panning out this way before getting drafted? And what has this whole ride been like for you? Uh, I mean, it's a dream come true. I mean, growing up, you kind of you hope and wish life turns out this way. And then I'm a big man of faith. So you kind of just hopefully God took over and it's worked out for me. And I just keep telling people I keep fooling them year by year. So that's what I'm keep trying to do is keep fooling them. <laughs> we've, we've loved watching you play for years. You're not fooling anybody. You're one of the best in the game. And the Falcons, they're a team that for two years have been building and building and they feel like they're on the cusp. Many of us at the table believe they might be the dark horse in the NFC South that no one's talking about. What do you see? You were with those Niners teams when you guys were going to the playoffs every single year. Do you feel like this team has that playoff kind of feel to them? I'm definitely excited about our locker room. Um, we got a bunch of good guys in here. We kind of um, revamped a little bit this offseason and it's exciting. It's a good atmosphere. Um, Arthur's got us rolling and um, it'll be exciting to kind of see what happens and um, hopefully we don't have to punt too often. I'd love to just hit a bunch of kickoffs. Uh, no one's arguing about that. And you're somebody, you know what it looks like. Before signing with the Falcons, you played three seasons with Tampa Bay where you won your first Super Bowl right there with the Bucks. What was that experience like, being there, able to hold up the Lombardi, the whole journey? Tell us about it. Uh, it was unreal, uh, like a dream come true type situation. Did, like had to pinch myself several times. Didn't feel real until really the boat parade, which was one of the more epic things I've ever been a part of in my life. You can't make that up, man. It's It was, it was like... It'll bring tears to my eyes talking about it. Dang. Wow. That's incredible. And, and we're, we're all married here at the table, and we love seeing that type of thing. We, we know that type of emotion, too. Uh, back to the boat parade. Uh, give, out, give out a game ball for that boat parade. <laughs> who, who, gets, who is your player of the day on the Bucks roster that day for whatever reason you want? I think that's pretty easy. It's got to be Tom for throwing the Lombardi. Yeah. I mean, that takes some cojones <laughs> to do that. And the fact that he did that, I mean, it shocked me. I think it shocked packed our team. It might even have shocked Tom. So I think he's got to get the game ball. It's an amazing thing. It is really an iconic toss. Of all the throws he's made, like that one gets talked about yeah. a lot. Speaking of the Super Might Bowl, be though, the best. there was a one particular kickoff in the game that got our attention and the attention of mm -hmm. the inimitable Jim Nance. Take a listen. From the 50 because of the penalty, so you never know with Bruce Arians, who's always good for a risk or two. Who knows if it's a little pooch kick. No. Go ahead and just drive it right through the goalposts. Pinion. Drives it into about the 10th row. It's pretty good. I think you kicked that thing into the pirate ship, dude. And yet we looked in the Mad in Madden 24, your kick power is at 93, which is kind of pedestrian for that kind of power. Should you be in the 99 club? You know, honestly, probably not. The 99 club is just a really special group of people. I'm just happy to be on Madden, to be honest with you. So I'll just take what they give me and just keep on rolling. And like I said, just keep fooling them every year. Oh, man. Speaking of kids, uh, you and your wife do some amazing work for an organization called Compassion International. You both recently traveled to Tanzania in Africa to help their cause. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the trip to Africa, your campaign, and what Punts for Purpose is. Yeah, so the trip to Africa was uh, honestly once-in-a-lifetime type trip. Well, hopefully we get to do it again. But it was just, we went over there and we got to visit these um, centers, these communities that Compassion has partnered with churches with. 
and really kind of see their way of life over there. And it kind of helps you just realize how fortunate we really are here in the United States. And then we started this campaign. I really can't take credit for it. It was my kind of my wife's idea called Punts for Purpose. And this year, um, we're going to donate money for every punt inside the 20. Punting may not be a great thing every night, all the time, um, but when you put one inside the 20, um, it really does help the team. And we also can help kids in the process. So. We're donating money um, every time Punt goes inside the 20. And we're doing it because one, we're having a kid this season and uh, it kind of hit our hearts that we can help these kids. I mean, you got nearly 4 million kids across the world don't make it to their first year of life um, because of malnutrition, diseases, things along those lines. And you got like 830 moms dying a day um, from pregnancy complications. So anything we can do to help, we partnered with Compassion to do this. Um, and we're trying to get all the punters across the league to involve maybe for one year closer to the holidays right. and just doing what we can, honestly, to help these people um, across the world because um, we've been blessed with so much. And this is kind of just our way of hopefully giving just a little bit back. Bradley, it's fantastic to put your belief into purpose is something special that you get to do. Congratulations on the impending arrival of your baby. Uh, Thank you. Best of health, man. Good luck and uh, good luck to the Falcons this season. Yeah, thank you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.